Ladies and gentlemen, this is your places call. All right, everybody, back to one. Stand by lights one and sound one. Camera speeding. Audio speeding. Lights and sound. Go. And action. First and foremost, Adele, thank you for coming back and also recommending yeah. that we try to get this together. And to the rest of you guys, thank you for uh, joining Pretend World's Real People for our first live show. Uh, this, is, this is bonkers crazy. Who would have thought? Hey, Mom, <laughs> you made it. It's good. It's all Adele's fault. So if you guys hate your experience, we blame her. Yeah. Okay. We blame her too. So <laughs> I was having a time with you guys last time. I was like, oh, we fight, we gotta. Can you all just say hello, who you are, and and remind folks, you know, who you played on Hawkeye, and then like we'll kind of just do a quick little chat and catch up. Cool. Um, go, Rob. <laughs> hello, everyone. My name is uh, Robert Walker Broncho, and I play Orville. Yeah, I'm Clayton English, and I play Grills. I'm Aditipo Thomas, and I play Wendy Conrad. And I'm Adele Drejos, and I play Missy, just Missy. Just Missy. <laughs> no less Madonna like. Yeah, the Blue Harper. <laughs> just Amazing. Missy. When was the last so time? All four of you have been like, have seen each other and, and kind of chatted. In person? Ooh, yes. That's a good point. And then in, yes. not in person. <laughs> in person was probably the premiere yes. in LA. Mm -hmm. um, and then not in person was we did another interview. Probably like, what, two, two weeks ago? Yeah, a couple Three weeks, weeks ago. ago? A couple weeks ago, I have no perception of time anymore. So it's not who does. Honestly, out of tempo is the one she she sends me an email, and then I know I have to be here. So thank her; she's the real she's the real winner here. <laughs> yeah, her and Adele are definitely. <laughs> they make sure we know the right times and stuff. Because yeah, I, I was like, oh yeah, and I want to make sure I do as many as I can. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. It helps us out a lot. You guys have been the most coordinated group I think I've I've ever tried to bring on to a hey. podcast or a show. Over that way. We have Google invites. She updated the calendar and all that. We got text orders. Oh. Yes. So, it's great. <laughs> so that means, you know, when it's when the really con great. jobs start rolling, she's the one getting most of the cut, right? That's fine. <laughs> you can See, get most of the cut, just like just a little bit. If anybody hustles us up a con, any yeah. con, it can. It don't even have to be the big con, like Dragon Con or like Comic Con. It could just be like, like just con. Minnesota here, con. A convention center at a at a at a Hilton, and we'll be we'll show up. I will. Yeah. I'm, let me not speak for everybody. Also, like a little piece of something is better than you know nothing. So yeah. Well, Otto Temple can take the big cut, and I'll take a little, little, little piece of it. Not well, gonna lie, when Tyler <laughs> Tyler first said "con," I thought he meant like you. She was gonna start conning all of you, or like you guys were gonna start committing crime together. Maybe which... we will. <laughs> I mean, that that too. That too. It's like also a crime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
we are villains in the comics so you know who knows that's that's true <laughs> i i do have a funny picture of you guys just standing at like the lobby of a hilton in delaware for for a, a regular con just like <laughs> all right cool I will like <laughs> if you are gonna fly us out there and pay us to be there i will stand in nebraska and talk about marvel like that oh, is yeah. everything that I want. <laughs> so. i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say nebraska does not have a con a lot of corn <laughs> yeah ton of corn they've got that. that's what it's called it's called corn con corn con <laughs> <laughs> and if they the don't con. have it they will now i wonder what's on the menu for that one <laughs> That's awesome. We got fried corn. <laughs> we got corn on the cob. We got cream corn. Cornbread. Corn, corn bread. Yes. Corn chowder. Corn fritters. If if they don't have corn nuts, I don't want to go. I'm just gonna say yeah. that right off the bat. <laughs> they give you Watch those corn nuts. As soon as you get this, you get a little pack. Only corn whiskey for drinking. Yes. No. Now we're yeah. talking. <laughs> so, probably pay corn whiskey i think that's how that would work oh yeah. god this is I not just, corn whiskey I'll dress up no corn if, if i get paid a little extra i'll be the corn mascot athletic greens oh. oh my god is that just algae and spinach mixed with i don't know it, god knows what like probiotics your da- daily vitamins you know all the mm. stuff that you're supposed to help you feel good and, and live long this is how you can tell when somebody is up, when their price goes up a little bit, when they start matching their shirt with what they're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> He's charging a little bit more, man. I'm gonna tell you. He's charging. <laughs> really refreshing. Giving me the energy I need to do this interview. Robert, this be, <laughs> be honest. Is that is that a set behind you or is that actually your, is that your house? Because it seems like there's a guy peeking out just saying, no, just say it again. Say Athletic Greens one more time. You get more money. Out of it. Yeah, no, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> no shame. No shame at all. Stephanie, no. thank you for having us today. Adele, thanks for having us. So welcome. Yeah, seriously, this is this is going to be great. Uh, I, I think you know, for the sake of time, because you know, Clayton's got some important stuff to get to, so uh, we can't keep yeah, him sure. can't keep him too long. He's got to go have dinner with with uh, Bradley Pitts and uh, Leo <laughs> Di Camillo or whatever that guy's name is, uh, Oscar <laughs> winner, something like that. Uh, I'm going to dinner with them. It's going to be awkward. No, well, no. Uh, yeah, I got a show I got to get to later. But oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we're going to keep this within the proper time frame. But uh, just let's let's open it up, guys. What what's new with everybody following Hawkeye? You know, we're <laughs> we're well, almost three months into 2022. Uh, mm-hmm. What's what's been going on? What's new now that you know things are opening up? Uh, you know, as far as actors go, you know, we're able to kind of look at different things on backstage or actors access or agents are actually answering phone calls, hopefully. Uh, mm-hmm. And it seems like things are on the up and up. So, so what's going on? Catch us up. Got a dog. <laughs> Hell yes. You got a dog? a dog in the room with you. No, he's, I, otherwise I'd pick him up. He's like, okay. It's very Aww. sweet. What's your dog's name? Theodore. Oh my god, that is a high ten dog name. Yeah, he's like Theodore? a chihuahua mix. It's it's really grandiose and ridiculous, and that's why it's so cute. I love that. Grandiose, I love ridiculous. Ridiculous. Have a bow tie. Have a bow tie. 
Yeah. No, no. Actually, it's funny because he doesn't have a leash either. So he kind of just looks naked all the time. <laughs> Best way to have him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just just a dog a walking naked. Put a leash on that dog can't be naked. <laughs> Cover that dog's neck up. <laughs> Inappropriate. We don't like this. Oh. Bobby. He's always oh, naked. That's, there he is. He's naked too. <laughs> and like, very happy to be God. on camera. God, do I have to be here? <laughs> yeah, that means so I feel like I need to get my naked dog over here. Come here, Watson. All right, bud. Robert, what's what's no. your dog's name? I, I, my dog's name is Gizmo. Oh, Gizmo. Sorry. You guys are crushing yeah, it. His name was name. um his name was John Snow for three days. <laughs> um when I got him, he was a really tiny puppy. And uh, after three days of, of saying, Jon Snow, no, Jon Snow, no, I realized like <laughs> I actually couldn't say Jon Snow, no, and mean it. Because if Jon Snow's like, we need to, you know, we need to go take that hill, I'd be like, yes, we do. I'm going to go die taking that hill for you, Jon Snow. So I changed it to Gizmo, which is way more appropriate. I could say no to him a lot easier. <laughs> true story. That's that's a true story. It is. It's, it's really true, actually. That that's amazing. That's amazing. Clayton, what um, about you, dude? I no dogs. I ha I have a baby, and everybody <gasps> is trying to use my baby to get stuff. They want a dog. Oh no! Use the baby. <laughs> They're like, when are you gonna get the baby a dog? I was like. He can't do nothing with the dog. What are, what are they gonna do? Both need help a lot. <laughs> that's fun fact. That's how I got my dog. And somebody had a baby. Somebody had a baby and got my dog and thought it would be fun to have a baby and a dog at the same time. Oh wow! And uh, they very quickly realized that they could not Terrible do that. Idea. And when the yeah. guy was giving me the giving me Gizmo. He literally like was tiny, size of his hand type thing. He was like, uh, came down to the dog and the baby, and as much as I wanted to get rid of the baby, <laughs> had to get rid of the dog. So I was like, well, it works out well for me, I guess, because right. I wouldn't be in a parking lot taking a baby off your hands. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no judgment. Puppy. If, oh, if, yeah. <laughs> if you wanted to care for something that deeply, why not? <laughs> yeah, no. Right. One of these I actually wanted. That's called. <laughs> That's I think it was the most truthful he was. And then he went back and I was like, I don't know where he is now. Hopefully he's happy with his baby. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe the baby picked up some like puppy dog-like habits. And so it's kind of like having a dog. Like he could like feed the baby out of a bowl on the floor. You know, that kind right. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, far apart. I tell you what, I spent my uh, Christmas with my niece, and there were so many times I was like, "She's just like a dog." <laughs> like the way they behave or the mannerisms, it's like, "Oh my god!" Like I've grown up with dogs and not children, and uh, yeah, they're very. <laughs> yep. Coming from the think of the scene from, uh, from "Knocked part. Up" when they're the kids are playing with Seth Rogen in the back, and Seth's just like <laughs> throwing it, and Leslie Mann is like. Is he playing fetch with my child? <laughs> That's Adele. <laughs> Very good. So, so oh, Adele, um, did you? We, I think, did we ask last time? Do you have a dog and or a child with you? Mm 
I have a wooden cat named Chester. That is the most surprising thing you could ever say within the. <laughs> no, <Is> no, it... <laughs> no. You don't know Adele. That's not the most surprising thing. <laughs> I'm actually. That's the least surprising thing she could have said right there. Right. But that no, wooden assume. cat might be wearing a corset. Yeah, but uh, she's yeah, so. No, He's cool. He's he's actually done a couple of auditions. I've introduced it. Like you do commercial auditions and I'm like, introduce us to your pet. And I'm like, okay. And I lift up this four foot wooden cat. And I'm like, this is Chester. He doesn't eat food or poop. It's great. <laughs> Those casting offices <laughs> no longer see her for commercial right. auditions anymore. <laughs> <That> makes sense. <laughs> like, I love animals. Uh, I do she love looks animals. great, but the creepy, creepy wooden cat kind of threw the client for a little bit of a loop. Your weed transfer account's been blocked from those addresses. Yeah. She has to sign up for new like Gmail accounts weekly just to be able to send stuff. Oh my God. We pivoted it real hard. You're like, what have you guys been up to? And we're like, I got a dog. Love but it. I mean, this, but this it's also we like, for. as an actor, what have you been up to? It's kind of like, what are we auditioning for? Because I, I feel like there's always this kind of like, I don't know. I've always thrown a wrench in that question when people ask me, because I'm like, do you want to know how much I've been auditioning? Is it more than you? Is it less than you? Do you know if I'm mm-hmm. booking something to see if I'm still a threat to you or not? So I'm just like, I've been doing yoga. You see? know, I learned yeah. how to make quiche. Like, <laughs> oh, no, I didn't really, but that's the kind of stuff I throw oh. in. Oh, gee, come on. You got our <laughs> yeah, hopes up. And hard. I love it. It's easy <laughs> and it's really good. It is. Yeah. Yeah, when we ask that question, it's it's uh, like having this podcast built out of COVID and us being massively mm. unemployed and finding new things to do. That's <laughs> that's usually what we want to hear is like, hey, I did a new thing. I took up, um, you know, like whatever. The, what's a giant thing where people like they're in a, a huge hula hoop and they're just spinning in the town square? Have you guys what? seen that? I it's kind of know you on the dark yeah, web, it's like Tyler. the giant yeah, ring thing. It. Yeah, <laughs> like. Like I could never do that, but that's a million times more interesting than like how many self tapes did you, did you <laughs> yeah, send right. in last week? God knows oh, I've been trying to learn how to juggle um, for years, and you think this would have been the thing that incentivized me the most, and I cannot pick it up. Really? Like I would need a private coach, like because at this point it's just I can get two, and that's about it. I'll tell you what. For I learned how to juggle for Hawkeye and then they <laughs> cut the scene of me juggling because I don't think I did it well enough <laughs> for them to actually use. What were you juggling? Orange. I was wooden cats that are on orange. fire. Yeah. <laughs> I we saw some bombs, man. Yeah, if if you're trying to juggle, just work in the produce department for one summer at Target. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> I swear, that that's how I learned. Did you put that produce back for people to touch after you had dropped it and had your filthy hands all over it? No. Of course Bruised not. fruit. <laughs> of course oh, not. Oh, you took it when it was the, the, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah. So like if your finger <laughs> went into an orange, oh, that's my juggling orange. Like that's just. How yeah. hard are you <laughs> juggling that your fingers are piercing the hard orange. skin on orange. <laughs> it's just on the shelf. That's how disgusting it was. Like, oh, no oh, one. That one okay. should probably go out in the garbage. That's probably a good thing. You say he actually saved people from yucky oranges because someone else was like, ooh, I want that one. Next thing you know, their fingers in the yucky orange. Definitely. See? See, thank you, Robert. Where were you 10 years ago, man? I could have used you. <laughs> like, like, Orlando. 
Orlando. <laughs> I feel like you were really traumatized by your time juggling oranges. Oh, buddy, that that barely scraped the service Target, to the jobs I've like. held. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure anyone that worked at Target walked away a little traumatized. Oh yeah, yeah. I but hey, Target today. You can still and, get lost uh, in it. Mm, yeah, but no, speaking of Target today, shitty jobs, or maybe if they're not shitty, but um, I know it's one of the things we talked to Adele about. Um, but you know, since you don't want to talk about um acting work which totally makes sense like what else do you guys do in between you know auditioning and whatever like what keeps you busy or pays the bills or whatever uh i don't not want to talk about it there just is no work <laughs> that's fair uh auditions have been slow at least for me so that's that i've been uh, focusing on working out a lot more so i've been trying to get my uh, my fitness at a way higher level. So that's been taking up most of my time. I was in New York last week. So that was fun. Got to see Hamilton. That was oh, pretty badass. Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. I really Valentine's Day Hamilton. Like <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually, all right. So I've seen it twice now. Yeah. Uh, I saw the first time in Atlanta and I actually wasn't that impressed. Um, I was pretty let down, but I went up for Valentine's, Valentine's Day last week and I saw it again. And it was leagues better in New York City. Yeah, that makes oh, sense. Wow. Sometimes those tours are tours for a reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so yet, uh, yeah. for those of you guys who, who you know haven't met us yet, Steph's a stage manager, so she's oh, awesome. uh, yeah. that's a tough job. It is, but I like it. Um, it's it's easier than acting for me. So <laughs> <laughs> certainly. That's what's <laughs> up. What about everybody else? Adele, what have you been doing? Anything um, fun? I, yeah, I've been finishing up the project from hell. Um, mm. You know when um, you, you go off to like do a little passion project, like a six minute film, and it's just supposed to be fun, you know, get some footage and an easy. And the next thing you know, you're crying into your pillow every night. Um, so we started filming that last March. Oh, and good. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. Wow. <laughs> 16 hours later and three cast members and two crew members <laughs> we decided the ending was uh not the world's best uh so the other week we actually I rewrote the ending and we went and reshot that um and that's always fun my co-director was now on camera I was acting and then my scene partner later became the boom person for my close-ups and <laughs> you know how it goes yeah so I'm in the midst I of don't know editing. how that goes Oh well, you're a you're a lucky son of a gun there, Rob. <laughs> you're a lucky Sounds one. Like a lot. Uh yeah. So I'm editing that right now. And um, you know, it's it's fun. You just like working in Premiere and then it doesn't read the file. So you gotta download resolve so that you can export the files of a different codec so you can bring it back into Premiere so you can actually use the footage and not have to go reshoot it again. We're traumatized, Tyler. That's what Adele is telling you. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I'll make it. <laughs> I'll just sit by a uh, no. to get a call about Hawkeye season two. Like, you right? Come back? No? Ah, damn it. Yeah, do they? Okay, actually, that brings up a very important question that I have for all of you. Mm -hmm. um, now that you are part of the Marvel Universe and you are on a show that is on Disney Plus, 
please tell me you don't have to pay for your own Disney Plus account. You absolutely <laughs> have to pay. What crazy <laughs> world are you no, living in? No, nobody gives you anything to watch yourself on. Like, it don't, <laughs> I've worked for Peacock, I've worked for several streamers, and none of them will give you like a back channel password or something that just lets mm -hmm. you. Know. None. No streamer That's will. Rude. I thought you, yes. I thought oh. you, Tom Holland and Zendaya have to pay for Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I'm going on a limb saying that. <laughs> I mean, this just up on Variety. They're not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, what a bummer. I mean, that it yeah. it. What a crazy world that would be if you guys were on set. And then a rep from Marvel or Disney just came up and like handed you a laminated passcode, like, hey, it's on us. <laughs> You're good. That would feel so awesome. It I'll would. tell you what, I would go brag about I would go that would be something that I went back to my friends like, you'll never believe what happened to me on set. <laughs> but then some dude from Marvel Security walked up to me and gave me a lanyard and with a password, I can log in and have free Disney Plus anywhere in the world for life. <laughs> And they gave me a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, then, you uh, know, all those friends would be like, "So, so you're gonna give me that passcode? You gonna?" And I would say no, because Kevin will come in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're snake. Disney snake. Oh snap! Disney snake. Adele's got the hat. That's what you we got. A fancy hat. There you go. Got hats. Yeah, we genuinely got, got like a hat and we got a patch. Yeah, a, a patch and a mug. And, and a blanket. I haven't gotten my mug yet. You got a blanket? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I got a blanket. There was somebody at the little, 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 like, little thin microfiber blanket type thing. You didn't get one? Oh, Not buddy. A I right. stole one from Delta a few years ago, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have okay. it. I don't have it here, but I've been buying, like, I bought a hoodie, a Hawkeye hoodie. Well, somebody bought one for me. There's actually merch out there. None of us, which, you know, I don't know how to take, but yeah, Hawkeye action figures are expensive. I just wanted to get one because I thought I might have a good crack, but I don't have the funds for that right now. Yeah, they were wearing a really cute Christmas sweater for Hawkeye at the premiere. And a lot of yeah. the um, cosplayers had gotten them to wear to the premiere. And I still cannot figure out where to buy one, let alone getting a free one. <laughs> them as presents they gave the influencers these really cool sweaters yes. and we didn't even get them and that's all i wanted i just wanted that's a cool cool sweater up. um funny <laughs> to go on ebay let me know this is how the conversation is going um and i'm looking in the the live chat here and um <laughs> my sweet sweet brother who has no idea about any of this stuff and is a mechanical engineer just asked were you at least able to keep your costumes from Hawkeye? <laughs> no. I, I, no. <laughs> Not even a pair of socks. No. Whoa, time out. <laughs> you could always take on the socks. What? <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't know them that. They do no not one will ever back. come after you for socks. Okay, next time, next time. Friendly, yeah. friendly advice. I've been taking socks from productions for years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. You know how many like Nike dry fit socks I have because of this? Great. Okay. Do you have them all in like a shadow box with a label right. that was like from this show? <laughs> yeah, they're like pinned <laughs> into a wall. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh uh, no, they uh. didn't let us take any home anything, but they don't. So it's actually smart that they don't do that because if and when they bring us back for season two, they're going to need to give us, you know, like, right. we'll need that stuff for the next season. So a lot of that stuff, if it's like generic, like, you know, uh, any of the jeans, t-shirts, flannel stuff, that just goes back to storage. Yeah. storage. They, like they rent a lot of that stuff if they didn't buy it. That, but like the costumes that are like our, our superhero stuff, that's just like put away, sealed, just waiting for for us to get the call when the Avengers all get killed and then need backup and, and we're there to come yeah. save the day. That's it. The, yes. Those blue boots that I wore were custom designed and custom fitted to my large ass feet. I think, you know, nobody else can wear them. I wouldn't be mad if they like were like, you can take these home. They probably end up in the Smithsonian faster than they end up in our closets. Right. <laughs> She's not lying. Um, <laughs> That's a great question. Good time too, though, if anybody else who's watching has questions and you want to type them in the chat, that'll be that'll be good. Because um, otherwise, we're just going to shoot the shit with you guys and forget that people are actually here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <there's... laughs> who are interested and have actual questions. <laughs> there's. There's like, there's structure that I sent everybody an email about for this episode, but it's really just like, shoot the shit. We have a fun little trivia game that you guys can play with yeah. each other. And then that's, that's about it. Uh, we do have, <laughs> I, I'll recognize a few people from the chat, just say like, you guys have been here watching it so far. Like, thanks for dealing with Steph and myself just being complete nerds. Uh, but Anya Coleman, Kenny RF, Eric Ziegler, uh, Gordon, of course, and, uh, and then us. The people that run the channel uh we're also in the chat so cool thank you um let's uh let's just talk about like honestly i i've been asking everybody this have you guys been watching anything recently that just like you've been sucked into and didn't mm. plan on it i got two shows oh shit number one peacemaker yes and it's to yes. know yeah. Chef's Kiss, spectacular. John Comedy Cena. through the roof. John Cena wow. is wow. a killer. All the actors that are on that show, each cast member shines in their own moment. Phenomenal. I loved, 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 loved what they did. And then on a completely different end of the spectrum, 1883, the prequel to the Yellowstone series, is oh. a beautiful Western masterpiece. Hmm. Okay. Go out and it is incredible on Paramount Plus. I recommend anyone watching that. You I've didn't been get paid Vox for that, Machina. by the way. <laughs> what is it? Vox Machina. That's the D and D one, right? Yeah, yeah it's the anime yeah, that was my brothers love. Like that. a really epic D and D game. Um, <clears throat> it's really funny. I like it a lot. <laughs> what a what what's because um, I I just talked to one of the writers from Reacher yesterday. And she mm, loved that, one's that great show. Too. Like, yeah, yeah. Richard was Richard was awesome. She meant she mentioned that. And I wrote down. I thought it was the Legend of X Machina, and I couldn't find it anywhere because uh, I miss <laughs> totally miss her. But what's uh, at a temple? What what is what is like the format? As a is it just like Guardians of the Galaxy for D and D or like? So it's this you know this guild, as, as it were, um, who fight together and i think they're like bounty hunters and then like something goes wrong and like the village and then they have to go to the kingdom and they're hired to do the thing and it's kind of just like a monster of the week with an overarching like enemy that they fight but it's a lot of like innuendo and like just straight up cussing like it's you know the rocker's modern life 
from when we yes. were kids. Like, it's oh, yeah. animated, but absolutely not for children in any way. Um, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So. You know, a good animated show too um, <laughs> with, hey, Haley Seinfeld, Arcane. Oh, so good. On that show, stylistically, that's something next level. I was like, okay. It was gorgeous. Mm. Yeah. I'm Righteous Gemstones. I uh, haven't seen the 30th episode, yes. but that's been my show since last season. And Love that show. Yeah, they do great with the comedy, but also like the suspenseful writing is like crazy. They do a real good job. So I like that one uh, off the top of my head. Abbott Elementary's fire. Abbott Elementary is great. And I know, and I keep seeing people that I know on the show. So it makes it even better. Yeah. What is what is that on? I keep seeing screenshots. ABC, right? ABC. And Robert, you say Euphoria? Oh, yeah. They're doing apps. This season, like, I love the first season. I won't ruin it. I don't know how, like, this season is mind-boggling i think each episode is just from the score of it the shooting style the acting like each one of these got like characters is just going to the tens and committing to their their parts mm-hmm. and like each episode just builds and builds and builds last night was was absolutely like bananas yeah there's been so many episodes you get done watching you're like that is an Emmy episode for mm-hmm. those three actors. And then next week, you're like, they could probably also submit that episode as an Emmy right. episode. Like, I'm I'm waiting to, to till next week for the finale to see see what happens. Oh, no way. Yeah, okay. I watched the first season. I gotta, I'm waiting for the second season to go ahead and conclude, then I'll watch it all. <laughs> <laughs> you're in for you're in for a ride. Ozark yeah. um films in Atlanta. So that's always something that I keep up with in this last season. So many shows are doing a really good job of, I've watched so much content from, you know, childhood up until now, where, I mean, you're going, okay, now they're going to do a reverse shot, and this is the line so-and-so is going to say, and then they're going to cut to this, and this is probably the plot point they're going towards. So many shows lately, Peacemaker being one, Ozark being another, where the hardest left of all time, and I'm, and I'm screaming at my TV. So this last season of Ozark, this first half of the last season has been wild. Really solid seven episodes. Yeah. Oh. No holds barred on that. See, I'm sad like, that it's coming to an end. Mm-hmm. Is it really? I'm like three seasons behind for Ozark. I think I watched season two, and then there was a big jump between two and three. I don't, I don't know what's going on. So I, just, I have to watch the whole thing over again. But it was just, it was one of those shows post Breaking Bad that just kind of capitalized on that. Hey, we could do something new and and modern, and you know, it's not yeah. like the the days of growing up with uh, well. I was a huge fan of Smallville growing up. So, uh, you know, when you could pinpoint like, oh yeah, Lex is going to say the thing and then the episode ends, you know? (laughs) But like, yeah, it's it's crazy how much content we have. And it it does, I'd say it qualifies as research for what we do, right? Like, it's absorbing it. So it's, (laughs) can you you tell my girlfriend that, by the way? Um, (laughs) I'm still working. Subscriptions on your taxes. You're not doing it right. Go. Did, did you do that this year? Because I, I totally did that this year. Yeah, as an actor, you, I mean, it's research. Yeah. I have to watch all the shows I auditioned for. And <laughs> watch the directors that I want <laughs> to audition for. Right now, because of that. A what? Passion flicks subscription. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hold on a second. Right, all right. Back this up, Adele. Oh, yeah. What's, all right. What's going Listen, on I had here, bud? 
passion flicks. I had an audition for a passion flicks film. Um, and I norm, I might've turned it down, but it was a type of role that I was like, I really want footage of this. So I got the subscription because it's like five or six bucks, you know, a month to watch the uh, show it was affiliated with. Mm. And since then, my roommate and I have made our male friends sit down and watch some of these movies. With so just us. for me, is Passion Flicks like Bang Bros, or is that more like a Passion Flicks? Passion Flicks is uh, a streaming service run I'm just by. Trying to understand. It's a streaming service I'm just run by Elon sister and it's all romance novels adapted to films or tv sh there's actually some like romance shows out there like um uh what's chocolate or whatever there's like some actual real ones but there's not a whole lot of content run by elon musk Did his sister Oh, okay Post that. Musk. she like produces all of them directs some of them y'all there's atlanta <laughs> actors in these movies i've seen a couple now <laughs> I've seen a couple now, and it's yeah, it's like watching Hallmark with like a Hallmark romance movie, but with more man acts no. and a few more. <laughs> I'll probably shut this one out. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead and mute There's myself. There's boobies uh, in there too, Rob. There's boobies too. All right. Okay. It's like rated R Hallmark. <laughs> There's well, no way. I don't. I don't need no that. No way to life. jump off from that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, that's fine because there's uh, there's a question from the chat from like ten minutes ago um, yeah. that I feel like I should I can pop. Um, so um, this is from Anya Coleman. Um, I'm interested if you guys are Marvel fans or is, so. Is this job was doing Hawkeye like extra exciting for you because you're already fans or is it just like a job? Die hard. Yes. We yeah. were all fans. All of us. Yes, yes. Awesome. love them. Dream come true kind of job. Watching all the movies as they come out. Rob's mm -hmm. been seeing them opening night in theaters. Everyone. Yeah. All yeah, fans. Love them. If, Grew up on if the, the superheroes of Marvel were actually living in our world, who would be like the one that you would fangirl over the most um, if they were like show up? Not the actors, but the actual superhero. I'd probably be trying to get some immigration papers for Wakanda. <laughs> just to see if there's some like dual citizenship I could work out. Yes. Hell yeah. I'll be working with them. I'll try. I'm like, you need a sidekick? Let's go. <laughs> I don't care which one it was either. I'll be working for any of them. Yeah. I'll be wearing my suit. I'll be a shield agent. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Oh, okay. We got another one. Spider Man. Um, That's mine. Spider Man. Yeah. Nice. Any of them, and it don't matter. It could be yeah. Spider-Man 2099, Miles Morales, <laughs> Peter Parker, the Ben Riley clone. I don't care, bro. If you got them powers, come on. Like, nice. You're gonna swing me around, dog. It's, it's not. <laughs> don't make it weird. It's only weird. If you make it weird. Don't make it weird. Clayton, don't make me draw that cartoon for you, dude. I will draw a cartoon of Spider-Man carrying you and swinging through the city. I swear, I will do it. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> on, some, on some cool shit. Like, he, I ain't got to be hugging him. Like, I'm holding him. <laughs> One arm is free. He's going to like, make I'm, a little basket actually, for you and carry you like the stork does with the babies. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to be going live while I'm like, this means Spider-Man. Ah, we're going crazy. <laughs> it really sounds like, wow. 
It sounds like that. It do. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Oh God. <laughs> I would definitely uh -huh. have control over Bucky. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. You like or the strong any, silent any type. Of them, but <laughs> yeah, I do. I, I'm such a sucker for men who don't exist in reality. <laughs> men who can remove an, an appendage at, at will. Yeah, that's a. That's a yeah. Where are you going with that, like, Steph? Rudy, yeah. Yeah. Is this uh, tied to the passion flicks? <laughs> 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 Next passion flick stars me and Bucky. And Bucky. <laughs> And it's not his arm that gets. Put aside all the people Bucky killed for decades. Right. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay. Uh, another question. Um, and actually, I like this one. This is a good one. Um, especially since, you know, we're all in the business, but um, so many people aren't. Um, uh, how do you guys personally prefer people come up to you as known actors? Do you like, do you enjoy gushing and fangirling and whatever, or would you just like it if like people are like, you're really cool. You're my favorite. Can we have a pick? Like, do you care? Hey, out of tempo, could you, uh, schedule in a interview in like 10 years from now on the Google <laughs> calendar so I can <laughs> answer that question appropriately? Right. Uh, 10 years from, do you want to like, like to the deck time, like 8 p.m. Well, honestly, it's kind of like a moving scale, and this is really on you. I mean, we may push it closer, but it also might okay. move farther out, so. No, ideally, it's that a date. couple of years. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. At the con in Nebraska, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yes. There you go. No, um, politely. I mean, politely. just show us love. Just yeah. don't yeah. go crazy, don't, but please, like, show us love, because Usually, whenever I get any type of you know recognition or something, it's when I'm feeling pretty low. You know, mm. I'm not. It's like that thing that kind of keeps you going. So you'll be like, so yeah, it never. You know, that's for me. Like, yeah, I, like I think. It. Um, I've not. I haven't been stopped much. Uh, funny. Well, not funny enough. I haven't been stopped much. But the few <laughs> times that it happened, people um, are very sweet, and I think just like don't make it weird. Cause we're super normal. <laughs> we're like really regular schmegular people. Um, so I just don't make you weird or especially as a woman, don't make it uncomfy. You know, please don't like objectify me, uh, period. Um, <laughs> but I also have heard lots of actual celebrities uh, like A-listers say it actually is worse for them to have somebody come up and just want a picture and then walk away uh -huh. as opposed to wanting to engage and like actually talk about the work or talk about who they are. Yeah. So I don't know. And also be aware of the time, I would say. Because uh, mm -hmm. I've I had a couple of people come up to me and they've all been super friendly and it hasn't been, you know, hasn't been awkward. And it's just like, hey, I, uh, I know you from this. I really, you know, I admire your work, whatever it may be. Like, that's fine. I would say that too, don't ever, to, to build on the, the, the phone thing, don't come at somebody with your phone. Like, just Look like slamming it, you know, like slamming in their face. Like, Chances are any of us will say yes to taking a photo with you, but like just you know, be polite about it type of thing. Yeah. And uh be aware of what we're doing, I would say is another just like hmm. if I'm clearly in the middle of something that maybe doesn't shouldn't be interrupted, I like I get that that's it's tough to like this is my only chance, but also, you know, just maybe sit on that chance. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Or just just 
stalk them. So when they, you guys have finished whatever that important thing is, you can follow them to their next location. Yeah. <laughs> I won't know that you did that either. You know, like you could see me at dinner and in a really intense conversation and they're like, ooh, I shouldn't interrupt him. But if you wait outside the restaurant and then follow me to the next place and I'm not in that conversation, I yeah. won't know that you followed me. So I do not like that one. Don't do that one for me. <laughs> Yeah, man. That one for me either. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think we can all agree the average person isn't that sneaky. So you'd clearly notice them just like glued to the window, just breathing on it. Like, <sighs> yeah. They <laughs> what the fuck I do it? <laughs> He's waiting for the autograph. We took him out five minutes ago. Oh. And I think, honestly, some of the most, the coolest interactions I've had so not even talking about people coming up to me, people I've been in front of. You kind of take the L and don't take the picture, but you really just get to like bask in the glory. Sounds like a weird phrase. But like we hung out with Florence Pugh for a couple hours um, shooting episode six. And I'm a huge fan of her work. I think she's a phenomenal actress and I'm genuinely inspired by her work. And she's younger than I am. Um, I've arguably maybe been acting longer than she has, but she's just wow but i i did my best to not make it weird <laughs> i was just like oh yeah i'm sorry what's up like oh your hair looks really cool and we just like but she's also super grounded that's the difference she i mean she was so so kind and so funny and so charming so i don't know yeah. i think i just wanted to name drop florence Pugh. i don't know why I said <laughs> if you're gonna name drop anybody i mean it, it's gotta be flow <laughs> uh yeah, and I mean, before we, <laughs> I want to get to our our co-star trivia while we still have all four of you guys here. Yes. But I uh, did want to add on to that, like working with with Jeremy, especially like you guys mm -hmm. each had, you know, a moment or two with him. Uh, he's, I'm just speaking from my experience, like he's the most humble guy I've ever worked with. And the mm -hmm. you are like, oh, this is Hawkeye. This is, you know, this is Jeremy Renner. But at the same time, he gives you that energy of like, no, man, we're just working like we're, we're just peers. So as far as like working with Jeremy himself, what was that experience like? Did you feel that energy? Was it um, yeah. did anybody fan out a little too hard and then have to like go hide and crafty and then come back? Like, how did, how did that go? They probably would have replaced us if we did that. Um. <laughs> yeah, there was five LARPers. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel didn't work out for Eddie. Uh, um Jeremy was cool. I would say like this we were shooting this during the pandemic mm -hmm. and he was going to shoot like pretty much when we finished this, he was going up to Canada to work on Mayor of Kingstown. Yeah, and Haley had a hard, hard out to leave to go to New York to shoot the last season of Dickinson. Mm -hmm. So, like, there was definitely, while being like an absolutely amazing experience and a fun time doing this, it was it was very well known that like we need to hit our days and we need to get our our work done. And that was kind of especially with Jeremy's, like he was, he, you know. He even said this in one of his interviews in the the making of, like, he's been in this since whatever it is, 2010, back to Thor. And Hawkeye was the most screen time and dialogue he's had in 12 years of playing a character. Combined. So like, there was a lot on his shoulders to be like, mm -hmm. to be doing this. 
So when we were around him, it was cool and he was super friendly and stuff, but it was also like, all right, well now Jeremy's going to do this and, and Haley's going off to do that type of deal. So it was a lot of like navigating that and, mm-hmm. and making sure that we were kind of just making it as easy as possible for them to then continue to do their job at, at that level. And he's, he's also, um, you know, one of the producers and heavily involved in the storytelling of Hawkeye. So when there was downtime, you know, he's chatting with the director about ideas. Um, but what was fun is he brought a lot of improv and a lot of ideas mm-hmm. to the front. And that was a really cool experience to, to be like, oh, oh, this, oh, we can play. So it, it's work and you're there to do your job. Um, but it's fun getting to do your job. And he kept it very professional, but it, it wasn't like, hey, we're getting super chatty and we're going to go grab drinks later because they're just, they're busy working actors. And, uh, but it was, yeah, it was, it was lovely being able to work with them and being able to just play and improvise along with them. And the scenes that the last minute stuff they would come up with that was never scripted, um, that poor scripty, good, goodness knows. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he was... Awesome. I mean, he would break down the shot for how they, okay, this is yours, this is this, and like, but he, like, like, what everybody has said, he made it just seem like you were a part of it, and you were a co-worker, you were a peer. Like, I didn't feel any, like, it wasn't any separation. You know, a lot of times you work on stuff, and when the lead actor gets to set, the whole vibe kind of changes. Right. Like, you know, like, it can, it can drop down a little bit or something. Like, like, he's one of those people, like, for him and Haley, when they come to set, it like kicks up a notch. And it's also like a little bit of a relief to see them, you know what I'm saying? Like their energy, like, oh, okay, cool. All right, yeah, (laughs) he's approachable. Like I can ask him, like, how should I do this? Like, you don't Mm -hmm. don't feel like you need to go through three people to ask him what's best or what he feels for this particular scene. Right, that's cool. That's awesome. They're both also Oscar nominated actors. Uh, so I think also just standing kind of adjacent and watching the work was really nice because it felt attainable. I think so often all of that feels so, so far away and just stepping into Marvel was bizarro world to begin with. <laughs> then be standing there on set and you're just like, huh, like they trust me not to fuck this up. Okay, cool. Okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm doing a better job than I thought. So to talk to them too, I mean, if, I feel like almost every conversation, if it wasn't about wasn't helpful stuff about the work. It was also, they were just like excited their family was in town, stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And now you guys are in Canon. <laughs> they have to bring it ah. for season two. Uh, yeah. While, uh, let's see, we have about 10 minutes before Mr. Clayton has to get running. So uh, did you guys get right. my email about a pen and paper? Because we yeah. will write our answers on said benefit, Clayton. <laughs> oh, sorry, Clayton. I did not text you about that. <laughs> this is all, all that right. praise we gave you out of time. Clayton, since, since, you're, since you're leaving before, like, since you're leaving at nine, you can always yell it out because the rest of them just have to hold yeah. a piece of paper and then okay. we'll enjoy it. So you get a voice. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, part of our co-star trivia here, I decided to just put together some questions, Steph put together some questions. Uh, mine are really ridiculous. Cause I thought, oh, what's really medieval that goes with crafty uh, and kind of stupid shit like that. So uh, for the first question uh, and for this whole game, write down whoever is most likely to, to be an answer to this question. So the first one is crafty clergy. 
God, this is going to suck. Uh, <laughs> most likely to raid craft services. Who is most likely to raid craft services? Oh, Tempo's <laughs> like, I know. <laughs> I wish I had music for this. Wait, isn't there's music playing? That's not coming from you guys? Nobody's hearing this like elevator music? No. Nope, oh my God. In your building. Oh my God. I hear it now. Wait, really? Okay, most likely to raid um, Crafty. Are we just holding it up? Yeah, yeah, yeah just hold Ready? it up. Oh. <laughs> what does it say? Go. Adele. Adele. <laughs> At a tempo, we have Adele. Me. Yep. Oh, snap. All right, yep. Adele wins that one. I love yeah. it. I love it. Two out of four. I eat to stay awake. <laughs> All right. I feel like there were several late nights that she came back with, like... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know when I'll, you're wrapped and it's I'll like, like hey, uh, can I get one of those? I like, might eat this later. You have to go box is right <laughs> yeah. I took everything home <laughs> i mean when the food is free like come on now yeah why not? Uh, give me all of those <laughs> <laughs> okay my uh question this actually kind of actually will coincide with a question one of our uh watchers asked about if any of you larp do any of you larp in real life no great no great so my question is, of the four of you, who would win a LARP fight in real fight? life? A LARP, a LARP fight? A LARP, oh, a LARP fight. A LARP. A battle. <laughs> oh, me. <laughs> mm. No <Okay>. question. <laughs> what does that even say? Jack Johnson, Tom O'Leary. <laughs> Oh, big double hand and long sword. I don't even need a shield. I'll be slicing bodies left and right. Yeah, come on now. Look at that confidence. Who's like, I wasn't even made for this century. I should have been born like a thousand years ago. <laughs> Battle <laughs> eggs ready. Yeah. It's right. it's gonna be Rob. Adele, sorry, but Rob's got the got Rob, the W Rob on this on that one. Round. Yeah. Yeah. Most likely to like go and cosplay, maybe make their own costume, and that would have been. <laughs> <laughs> I started writing Adele because I thought that was the question. Who would be the most likely to LARP and, and do it well? And I'm like, Adele, well, definitely. Yeah, yeah. See, but right now, Rob, Rob would do it if we were a LARP battle. in a ring together. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You'd be swinging two axes. <laughs> During the LARPing scene, when they said, hey, pick your, pick your, what weapon do you want? I was like, Give me the biggest weapon you have. It's like, how about this battle axe? I'm like, perfect. Give it to me. That's the one. It's like the size of my body. <laughs> this this next one goes really well with that one. It's a real R E E L royalty who's most likely to chase screen time. So if you guys are doing a big scene, it's like when when extras are kind of like going in front of each other. Who's more likely if you guys are all together to to just Fuck, no absorb that game. lens? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say my, my Robert, my oh! but because he's so funny, so like there would be so much that they would keep of what he says because he's hilarious. 
Like sometimes I'm like, damn, I wish I was as funny as Clayton. Like, <laughs> so I don't do my vote for Which is why I'm trying to get more screen time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, think was, I think that's a pretty even one because there was a lot of improv, and at the end of every scene, all four of us at one time or another are punching buttons with yeah. buttons. You know, they don't use any of them, but we were we were getting them in there. Pretty well, actually, easily. I would say to Rob's credit. Some of the like the favorite lines from the series that came from the LARPers, Rob improved on the day. Mm -hmm. Nice. No way. Like the we're we're essentially Avengers now, or basically Avengers now. Like he would just out of his pocket. Like you put in here. There you go. There's yeah. a gift for you. No way. The sword clinks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the entire LARPing scene, I had no dialogue. So the I clink had no was you? The dialogue. Yeah. Yes. Dude. <laughs> Every nice. like, thumbs like, up, that's okay, but yeah, like yep. it was. I knew that I had no dialogue. Adele and Clint were rocking, and me and uh, Tempo were kind of just chilling. And I was like, "There is no way I'm going without not saying anything in this episode." <laughs> I'm gonna find the moment, and they had three cameras set up, and I was like, "All right, I'm opening up to that camera right there because like grab my reactions." And I'm like, "I'm like, get me some FaceTime." Love it. <laughs> sure enough. You would have thought I was an extra in episode two. So Rob did a great job. <laughs> um, all right. My next question is, who's most likely to get a callback for Rogers the musical when it comes to the Broadway? <laughs> yes! I feel Not like me. Tempo know the words. Yeah. <laughs> Already. I can do this all day. <laughs> yeah. I would say either Adele or out of tempo. Yeah. I can't sing, despite my name. I can't sing. Yeah. I could boogie my heart out. <laughs> I could really dance a night away. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> dance the night away. <laughs> I did the other night. I was killing that dance floor. I'll be like really smooth, and then I'm like really bad, like white girl like breaking it down like but not in a pretty way but like let your heart fly kind of way i love it <laughs> what about uh this one's called the touch-up noble who's most likely to summon hair and makeup because they feel like they need a little touch-up out of time yeah it's hard being a black girl on tv i don't feel bad about it <laughs> also her hair was like the most like yeah what how like there was a lot going on there so she had a storm like, mohawk at one point that's what i'm saying yeah yeah the mohawk like, or the wig yeah or, or, the, the, or the wig too like it required the most that like it was reasonable to be like hey uh <laughs> and you know, since it looked so badass they wanted to make sure that it, it looks maintained right. its badassery. So they would come mm. back and touch it. Thanks, Ryan. No oh, problem. So awesome. I <laughs> didn't want to see hey. hair and makeup because they made me shave my beard off when uh, I first got the set. So I was really just trying to avoid them. I didn't know what else they were going to take away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, um, when we first did our LARPer uh, superhero reveal, uh, Grills had, you guys hear that classical music, right? No. Mm -mm. No. Okay, you, it might be. You don't song. smell close, do you? 
No, I don't. It's okay. Um, <laughs> um, they put dreads in his hair. And like we got to set and they're like, uh, this is ridiculous enough. Let's let's take the dreads out. He had to go back. Immediately. Like it, to the to the hair people's credit, it looked dope. But my it thing did. was, how am I gonna have time to do this? Yeah. Even if this was a wig, in the middle of an emergency, it's already a big ask that we're putting the costumes on. Yes. <laughs> like that's a big ask to like us leave our post and go put on our costumes. Like we we kind of we kind of we're kind of terrible for what they asked us to do. Oh like, no, we people are dying. Like we got to make it a photo op. But yeah, and, oh, and as soon as I got out of like the van, they was like. Uh yeah, <laughs> go ahead and take those out. And I was like, I was I didn't want to be like I, but I was like I, I figured that was gonna happen. Like yeah, that's hilarious. They gave Rob a rat tail too. I was very sad when they took that away. Oh. <laughs> they did. They did. It what? Did. Yeah, I had like a little. So initially, when we were months prior to to us shooting that they had talked about like my superhero look and they're like, oh, it might be cool if we like throw you in a wig and have like cool battle like braids going down the sides. And I was like, oh yeah, that actually would be really cool. And then when it came to the day, they're like, oh no, no wig. We're just gonna make those 17 hairs you have up there. We're gonna spend two and a half hours to give you the thinnest bohawk imaginable. And then they gave me one little braid, <laughs> one little like rat tail braid that like came around and I walked out the set and they're like, no. Yeah. They, they didn't even look, Reese looked and was like, no, take that off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, right. it's true. Don't mind me. Uh, I will say though, I was, definitely, I wasn't most likely to be touched up, but I was definitely in hair and makeup by far the yeah. longest though yes like, i would be in there and everyone would come in and pass through mm -hmm. to the point that i was like they had to race me to set one of the days um when we were shooting in the hotel because they were spending so long on on the braids mm -hmm. um easily two to three hours every time i mean a, like a true artist but there yeah. was like a lot of braids happening and i remember one of the rushing to set on that first day um doing the waiter stuff mm. and they like fly me over the hotel and they're like get her upstairs and i'm like get her mic or no she doesn't need the mic just get her on set and i'm like oh look at all these background wow this is a really cool set and they're like i i haven't actually finished my makeup though because is there a powder somewhere and then they're like all right and we're rolling and the makeup person's like okay we're just gonna do this with your eyes and go and i'm like and action i was like what am i doing <laughs> i have a tray where am i supposed to go with the tray <laughs> It was a chaotic few moments because I was I was in hair and makeup for so long on on the regular. It's just a lot to make this look good on camera. I guess. You just have like a thousand braids in your hair that were individual and differently shaped, but needed to be camera similar for like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Wild. Yeah. Like, we don't want to. We don't want to keep you if you have to. If you have to bounce. Yeah, One last question. I just hit it. I just hit okay. it where I'm about to have to leave, but oh, this man. was awesome. Thank y'all. Thank you. Oh, so thank much. you, dude. Shout so out to my LARPers for 10 Worlds with Real People. Y'all are awesome. Thank y'all. Hey.
Peace out, dude. Kill your show, man. Make sure you you follow me or whatever, or uh, and and watch Hawkeye just for no reason. Sometimes just thank you so much, man. Let it play. Oh yeah, let it play. That's a good one. Daily, actually. Yeah. Hi, Clay. Bye. Bye. See you, Clay. Kill it, dude. <laughs> Yeah, go watch uh, his stand up. He's really good. He's really <laughs> yes. good. Yes. <laughs> um. Then there were okay. Three. There were three. Of the, we're still gonna say of the four of you. Um, and he Clayton just won't be able to defend himself if we pick him. Um, I feel like I'm gonna know the answer because he was so adamant about the LARPing situation. But who's most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse the longest? Oh, oh snap. I can't get the angle. Uh, I have a tattoo on my forearm that says zap, zombie action plan. <laughs> I have a truck with a tent on the top of it. Camping spies, supplies galore. Yeah, I've got a bug out bag. And uh, nice. what Guns, is it? The, ammunition. The Mel Brex. I got dry food. As well. Oh. Okay, well then follow up. <laughs> Who would be the first to sacrifice one of the others to avoid a zombie? <laughs> oh, I could see that. First off, if you if you have a zombie action plan and you don't have your friends ranked in the order of their importance, you are low on the list. You gotta, cause there's, there's, you know, if it's if it's a group and we need to get out of there, and one right. guy's got to stay behind, you know, a little knee breakage, and you're good to go. Cause you gotta rank based on people's skills, right? Like you have to, yeah. what what are you bringing to the group? The person who's really good at taxes might not make it, but the construction worker friend is gonna survive, you know. That's why Shane was the OG on The Walking Dead. He knew what was <laughs> up. Mm. Adele, I have a feeling you're the one that they're going to eliminate. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I think Adele has a lot of useful skills. She can make clothing. That would be she very can. helpful. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's true. I, I could skin an animal if it really came down to it. <laughs> I choose not to, but if it came down to it, I think I would do what was necessary. But I don't think I'd be as good as a fighter as I like to think I would be. Mm. But I've, I've roughed it. I've done, I've done a couple of days on the AT by myself. So, like, I could, I could adapt. adapt. <laughs> And I think so too, because it's it's like the question is who would be capable of surviving? Mm. Who would want to survive is a different question. Because I would be able to like rebuild society with my leadership skills, but also like F that is like I need my quality of life to be maintained. Like I can't go eat oysters, like I guess that's it. Just take me out once this society collapses, there is no I am in no effort to rebuild it. Like, <laughs> like Finally. No, my will to live is investable. <laughs> like, what are you going to do today? I'm going to go kill zombies. What do you mean what I'm going to do? I've been waiting for this for years. And I'm like, save the medical textbooks. It's fine, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I probably don't rob on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's all said while Adetipo is just like sharpening a machete for seemingly no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, you know, if I have to, I have to. If not, why not? I, it's, <laughs> I will say... Every time that question's brought up, I think of uh, Daniel Tosh as a bit where he says, I wouldn't survive. I'd die day one. That's why you have to fake it. So if somebody says, can you fly an airplane? You go, yeah, of course I can. You start flipping switches and see what you can do. <laughs> I have a friend right now that is learning how to fly 
because of this plan. That's I kid amazing. you not. He is he is on like hour fifteen of getting his pilot's license. I believe that. He he, he yesterday took off and landed for the first time. Man, when on you his guys own. die of natural causes, you're gonna be so disappointed. Yes. <laughs> Utterly disappointed. Yeah, just 105 in my sleep. <laughs> that was it. What was all my training for? <laughs> Rob, when the uh, the apocalypse says, I'm gonna need you and your uh, your posse to swing by and pick me up. All right, I will be first sacrificed if it means I get a join on your caravan. Because y'all do y'all do that cross country stuff, and I know. Yeah, I might I might live a little bit longer with you guys. As <laughs> well, I know I I talked about this with my buddies recently. I was like. I know if anything hits the fan, my phone is going to be blowing up. Like, Rob's been talking about this for two decades. <laughs> Rob, what do I do? Yeah. Meet me at the Walmart north of Perimeter. I'll be there in an hour. If <laughs> you're not there at seven, it's too late. Yeah. Wait 10 minutes. If I'm not there, leave. I'm dead. <laughs> if there's... Oh, I mean, the zombie thing is real, though. The I have a bug out bag, had a uh, plan on the eve of the last election, was in Vermont, just in case. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like you, gotta, mean, you gotta know what you're gonna do in case, mm-hmm. in case it goes left. Yeah. I respect it, Rob. I respect I have it. have no plans. <laughs> play, I'll play it by ear. <laughs> just call Rob. You're like, all right, Rob. I know you guys. Although my neighbor, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure my neighbor's got like a bomb shelter in his backyard somewhere. He's he's just that kind of guy that's like crap. Hey, he's got you learn kids. learn how to make a quiche, bring it over, and just see, you know, if you could start a friendship. <laughs> so yeah. what your job from now on is to friendly up to that neighbor and find out what he has and what he doesn't have and what his weaknesses are, because <laughs> we don't necessarily need him. <laughs> I'm not saying, but I'm saying. I'm hearing you. If if there for some reason is not a Hawkeye season two, if for some reason you guys are not brought back into the MCU, which you will be brought back into, but Rob, at the very least, you get your own Survivor Man series. (laughs) Yes, do it. I'm watching. But it's it's not out in the wilderness. You're just going into bomb shelters and pointing out weaknesses. (laughs) It's like. It's, it's like world's worst bars, but world's worst bomb shelters. Yeah, the, the kicker would be I, to every single one of them, I'd be like, weakness number one, you let me know about it. <laughs> That's, I really was confused by Doomsday Prepper. So I was like, but now everybody knows you have this like storage container in the middle of Arizona. Like, I know oh, there's a bunch of them in Atlanta from that show. There's yeah. a couple Seriously? that are like all around Atlanta. And I was like, what are you idiots doing? You just showed everyone that you have like 10 years of food, 10 years of ammunition, and you cycle your gas every couple months. I'm going to come back and watch this episode. I'll find you. I don't know. I, I will find you. <laughs> I have a very particular set of skills. <laughs> and it's taking from doomsday preppers. They're raiding your shelter. No, no, you don't understand, man. That's the fake shelter. They don't know about my giant city underground beneath that mountain back there. <laughs> oh, that mountain over there. <laughs> I, I, this, this is, and, and Gordon said it, this is, he said, zombie apocalypse question. 
best question ever. And yeah, it's <laughs> the now best we have question. Such detailed answers too. Like I this wasn't it. like a throwaway. Yeah, I was not expecting all that. <laughs> it, it goes we may not LARP, but we prep for zombie <laughs> Don't LARP, we prep. Well, hey, this might be something similar as far as answers go, but like who, based on your experience, uh, you know, shooting, who's more likely to pick up stunts and fight choreography and who's more likely to apply that towards surviving the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> 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 Out of tempo. Pick up stunt, re- rephrase that for me. Stop, pick it up and like uh, as a- Yeah, so, so if somebody were to sh- like on set, uh, if they were showing you like, hey, this is the, the two second long shot we need for the fight scene, who's going to pick up those moves quicker? Not Rob. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't know. It depends what the fight moves are. Like, like Rob, you wiped out in every like fight sequence that we've had. <laughs> they had me, they had me in no soul shoes, like slip soul shoes, and like fake snow. What do you want me to do? We'll say that as much as I think it's me, I never got a stunt. Out of the four of us, the three of them got to fight, and I didn't. So. Not even on the cutting room floor? Mm-hmm. Really? I've okay. done most of my stunts on, on every project I've worked. I've I've voluntarily done most of all of my fights I've done. Um and I learned it pretty I learned it pretty quickly. Like it's I've never done anything crazy, but I've done like several, you know, like five, six move fights mm-hmm. type of deals, like punch, punch, duck, get hit, throw down type deal. So yeah, I've officially man. hit two people with bats in film now, and I used to be SAFD certified. So, okay, we'll see. Oh, there she is. Oh, so, I'm gonna go with me on that. <laughs> Adele's the one. Nice. There, there's Adele's an American the Gladiator style project in the works just for the LARPers. <laughs> I'd, I'd pay to see that special. Be <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> All right. My next one is, uh, who is most likely to have a hidden talent? Adele. Oh. Adele. <laughs> Adele, do you have any hidden talents? Or do you want to keep them hidden? As I'd say, I think she's being very secretive right now. Mm-hmm. I can stand really still. <laughs> <laughs> if no one looks at me and I don't look at myself, I'm invisible. <laughs> All right, Drax. Mystery men. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. But I also feel like Adele is the type of person where like if you showed her like a five-minute video, she could make a like bow and arrow set and like a tourniquet. Like I've watched a lot of YouTube videos. I, I have learned to do I was really like car stuff i was very pleased with how much i've learned on youtube about Mm. cars Mm. randomly i don't like cars i don't care about cars but you know i need a functioning car i never watch youtube she makes a lot of cool shit you can't you can't rely on youtube rob when the zombie apocalypse shows up so So i'm saying i don't watch youtube so (laughs) Yeah. yeah i uh i was actually about to like try and train myself to walk on stilts at one point 
And I was watching YouTube videos on like how to fall on stilts. And I was like, I don't think this is going to be a very high paying profession with many job opportunities. I should probably not invest in this. But I was definitely looking into it about two weeks ago. I was deep if you in-, live in Orlando. You could make a lot of money doing that. I don't live in Orlando though. See? But I was like, maybe I could do it here. Like I'll go to circus school here and all the circus schools are like closed down now. So I'm trying to find another skill set that will allow me to make money that's not catering, but you know, just still working on that. But I'm flattered. There's all the five hidden talents. I'm so flattered by that. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say if uh, you could learn how to throw forks with lethal like accuracy, like Hank Azaria and Mystery Men, that would be a talent you could get paid for. Okay. I just learned how to throw an axe the other day. So I can, I think I can get there with a fork. Yeah. Like yeah. Axe, fork, similar. Same math. thing. Yeah, those yeah. are the same. What yeah. are physics? It's, they're, it's just a word somebody made up, you know, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> uh, Steph, do you have any other, any other questions? Uh, no, I think we're good. I, um, do you, do you have anything? Do we want to, any final questions from our viewers, maybe, um, before we, we let these wonderful people have the rest of their evenings? We'll give them 30 okay, seconds. 30 for seconds. <laughs> yeah, 30 <laughs> seconds, right. Uh, while we're waiting for any additional questions, guys, I think the last thing I wanted to just ask all of you is, what are your, what are your plans for 2022? And it's not, you know, mm-hmm. not acting based, but do you have any plans uh, for yourselves? Any goals, anything that you're kind of working on? um travel more uh, i'm going to puerto rico for the first time oh, yeah. next month for my birthday which i'm really excited about um i started doing a annual road trip back in 2020 because of the uh pandemic so i went on vacation for the entire month of july in 2020 and in 2021 and uh basically just lived out of my car with a bunch of buddies and drove and went camping throughout the forest so i went on probably do that um, and getting, I want to get in like the best physical shape I've ever been in my life. That's kind of, that's what I'm working towards right now. I um, would love to become independently wealthy this year. <laughs> also, I'm actually I'm getting married, uh, which is pretty wild. Um, so that's Congrats. exciting. And I, and I want to travel, save some money, make enough money to actually save Um Potty train my dog, you know, it's little uh, things. <laughs> potty train my dog. Yep. <laughs> wealthy. Right, right. Survive the apocalypse. My husband. <laughs> yeah. Surviving the apocalypse is high on the list. I'll I'll try to survive this one. Yeah. yeah as I'm watching news updates of. Yes. What's going on right now in Ukraine? Okay, great. We're still here. Yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna silence my phone and put it over here. <laughs> but they still want me to pay my bills in the apocalypse. That's fine. Um, I'm working on being present. Love it. <laughs> Adele? Um, I also might go to Puerto Rico with my dad this summer. It's still to awesome. be determined, but it, oh, we're, yeah. ta- we're talking about it um i would love to be able to produce a very ambitious short film that i've been trying to do for two years um would love to finally try and get that on its feet and i'm pretty pumped about hosting a masquerade 
in June. June. Planning it all out right now. And I've been raiding thrift stores for the decor. And I'm very excited. I do love immersive event-based kind of experiences. So I've been actually trying to do that for two years as well, because it was supposed to be for my birthday, which happened on one of the worst weeks of the year in 2020. So here we are trying to make life continue forward. Oh, I will say I produced a short that got into a film festival in Spain and I want COVID to not ruin that for me. And I want to go to Spain. Oh, yeah. To like be at this film festival. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay, we did get a one. couple questions. That's a pretty good um, one out of tempo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, Anya's asking um, the, Who's your favorite person you worked with on Hawkeye? And it doesn't have to be in the group of the four of you, but is there anybody that you specifically remember from that time that, that you really liked working Florence with? Lawrence Pugh. Yeah. Cause I'm with you on a tablet. She's a phenomenal actor. Like all she does is drop fucking knowledge left and right mm-hmm. whenever she's on screen. Uh she's captivating to watch, you know, and getting to see her in person and getting to hang out with her. And you know, mm-hmm. that was just a super cool experience for me. Um, one of the executive producers who also directed Reese Thomas. His assistant, Molly Coffey, um, is pretty, has a pretty significant role in Atlanta filmmaking and, you know, the industry being here. She's a huge advocate for actors. She really wants um, there to be real equity in what's going on financially, what's going on with opportunities and stuff. And she's a large part of the reason that they even gave us Atlanta actors a shot to be in a Marvel show to this degree. And I've learned a lot just sitting and talking to her. Um, and it, it's really refreshing because it's a matter of being intentional and she's been inspiring and showing that like when you want to advocate for people, you can do that. And it actually, there actually is an outcome. So she really just made everybody else who doesn't do that look bad because she made it, it was like, oh, okay, she, people just need to try. Um, so I say Molly Coffey, nice. you know, because I can't say Florence because that's already taken. Molly's dope. <laughs> Molly's dope. Yeah. Yeah, Molly's awesome. I second the Molly. Haley's also really nice. <laughs> I was like, pretty much like as far as working with someone, all of my stuff was either with Haley, Jeremy, or the the LARPers. Um, I will say the uh, this is kind of random, but the the background actors in the um, LARP LARP battle, they were a lot of fun. They they brought great energy, and it was very nice to uh, to have that kind of energy even off camera, um, which is kind of random, but it just kind of occurred to me. I was like, they were, they were, it was really nice to, to have Mm -hmm. them. And they were all just very encouraging and supportive. Uh, I also think I had a really great scene and moment with Jolt. Um, we really connected me and pizza dog, so, (laughs) but you know, I definitely recruited Jolt as a dragon (laughs) of deep and (laughs) I mean, I'm not, it's it's hard to say. I mean, everyone was was just so lovely to work with. All four LARPers, Haley, Jeremy, they were just um, so much fun. It was it, everyone was just brought their own thing, brought their fun mm-hmm. improv to the game, and yeah, I would have mentioned Tony Dalton though. He I loved his character. Loved his character. 
<laughs> I would say honorable mention, honestly, to the whole crew as well, because they were working like six hour, six day weeks. And a lot of the days were like 15 hours a day. I mean, the props people were super on it. The costume people were really lovely and accommodating as well as oh, yeah. the, the, I mean, hair and makeup was really supportive. I mean, the whole crew is really just very capable and ready to be there. And then they were always excited to see us, which felt good because it was affirming that we weren't doing a, like a, a shitty job, but also that we were bringing something to it and not just getting to participate. Yeah. Yeah. I echo that. And I, I would feel remiss to not actually say, uh, cause we haven't like talked much about Haley. Um, she was awesome. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't want it to be perceived that like we didn't bring her up more. She was great. She she was always super friendly and, and wa- like welcoming and warm to us. It mm-hmm. was also just part of that same like that similar thing with Jeremy is that like this is J- Jeremy's big culmination of his character, and now this is also the introduction of yep. Haley into the universe and and her being there. So like they had a lot riding on them, and they were always being shuffled. That's why like the experience with Florence was way different because when we were working her, with her, the show wasn't about her. She was just coming to do her thing. And then she was, you know, she was leaving. So she had a little bit more freedom to kind of just hang out and shoot the shit with us and, and kind of like be down to earth and, and hang out. Cause she was coming into Atlanta and she was working a couple of days and then she was flying out to go back and, you know, do her other thing type of deal. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I wanted to, Haley was was really cool and like we were you know we're trying to help her out and and be her sidekicks type of thing so it was balancing that like we recognize that she's got her thing to do while also you know yeah yeah it was a great I mean I I think I can speak for the four of us it we had a great experience I don't know what everyone else's perspective was but for the (laughs) four of us we came on and had a great experience from all different facets of the production yeah, which is not always the case. Actually. Like, yeah. I've worked on countless productions, you know, that there's some element, whether it be the director or the crew or an actor or, a you know, a producer. I've worked on so many projects that someone is just really putting you through the ringer and you got to, you got to kind of just stay in your lane and, and do your job and keep a smile on your face, you know, because that's what the projection requires for it to move forward. There was there was not an element of this set that wasn't just absolutely top tier from the PAs to any like everybody was there and friendly, working they, you know, working through long days, like out of temple six days a week, you know, and the drivers, the drivers were first one's there last one's out type of deal and they you know they were always super friendly and accommodating type of deal and that was kind of what just like makes the experience even that much more special to be such a fan of marvel and to then be there as an employee of this super massive world and go like oh wow they actually create a a healthy work environment for their employees and yeah, wow. having the producers there and like backing that up and come, you know, it, it just, that really spoke volumes to me. And I carry that, you know, with me and I'll carry that with me moving forward, that type of energy of like, you know, it doesn't have to be shit, you know, sometimes 
it doesn't have to be like this. And this set really set that example and, and really just like, all right, cool. I'm yeah. going to try to hold other people to higher standards because of what this experience was, was given to me. We were definitely led well. And I think the people who we were adjacent to also were supportive, but held each other accountable in that kind of immediate space to be good to each other. So like the props team was super close. Like I would go into hair and makeup and I was like, oh, am I interrupting? Like I can go, <laughs> you guys are like <laughs> really sweet, enjoyed each other, been working together for years kind of thing. So I, I totally co-signed what Rob's saying and what Adele's saying. And he is right. We, I think we've done so many of these interviews where we've talked about Haley. So it's kind of blurring together, but I don't want it to like, she really, it's wild to watch her work because you get so used to doing it. I'm still in a place where like, I'll get eight pages to learn and I'm like, sometimes you gotta tape it up to make sure you know it and we would watch her learn scenes like that white watch her and jeremy learn fight choreography like that and then okay let's do it and they're okay let's go so it was it was a master class and a lot of it was crazy to see her from like she's the little girl from fucking true grit (laughs) (laughs) you know like She's a full-ass grown woman right now, but I remember going opening night to see True Grit in the theater, and she's this little girl doing like acting her ass off, you know. So it's just like that; those moments too that you're just sitting there going like, "What? What is going on right now? This is insane." Actually, yeah, walk uphill in the snow to get to school. (laughs) (laughs) Both ways. Uh, do you guys all have one more question personal question in you each sure i got one more okay my my brother is very obsessed and just has all of the questions he's very excited (laughs) very excited what's up brother um at a tempo you had a recurring role on black lightning with the cw how does working with a marvel production compare to the cw hmm I think it was very, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, I was gonna say it's kind of apples and oranges because <laughs> Disney's got Boku um, Moolah. And I think the CW is a different experience. DC was a different experience as well. And I also just grew up really, really loving Marvel. So that just felt so special. I, you know, was one of those kids that watched the X-Men cartoons and was super excited when they did the first one. And then they did the younger generation that, you know, and then the movie started coming out. I watched the Edward Norton Hulk more than once, you know? So <laughs> to be able to be a part of this was, was super meaningful. But I will say that um, to be on a black superhero show um on a network that isn't very diverse a lot of the time and then also to be one of the darkest people on the network once I stepped into that role um that also holds its own meaning and that representation was very um I was very honored cool I don't know if that's a like a a cheat of an answer but I mean it (laughs) um Robert, having worked on uh, streaming specific services, oops, sorry, that's my dog making a lot of noise. Um, having worked on s- streaming specific services like Netflix, as well as traditional television stations like AMC and CW, have you noticed a difference on how shooting um, is or is uh, or production is run? So like, yeah, compared to a big thing like this one. Uh, yeah, I would probably say there's a lot more flexibility when it comes to a netflix um and even you know this you know hawkeye being 
I feel like they hire their business model is hiring, hiring people they trust to do a project and kind of letting them have a little bit more free reigns with what they're going to do. And I think that provides for a better storytelling outlet. Um, I haven't done much network television to, you know, to be honest, I've, you know, I've only done a couple, couple network shows. I would say another difference is like, it's a little more cookie cutter when you're Mm -hmm. on a network production, you know, they're, they're, yeah, it's like, it's an episodic that they're trying to, the director comes in, they're doing their thing and they're going off to another, you know, to another show where like when I was able to, yeah, I I think that would be the biggest difference is their trust in the people they hire. Because you've heard that throughout this conversation, this entire conversation, like, I feel like out of tempo said this, that here you are working opposite an Academy, you know, nominated actor, and you're being trusted to lead the scene with them and, and bounce ideas. And you're having a conversation with the executive producer and the director and the star of the show, and they're trusting you and they're listening to your feedback. And that's important. So the, yeah. that's why they hired you type of yeah. thing, where I feel like maybe on other stuff I've worked on, I was hired because I looked like an FBI agent, mm. you know, or I was, I looked like a cop and I thought I could do a serviceable job, which is fine. You know, that's also fine. It's just more of, it, it's a different outlook on, on production as a whole. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would be, yeah. Yeah. That would be my answer. Cool. All right. Adele. What do you do personally to help yourself show off the character you are portraying in order to help the audience enjoy the film? Seems like a long way to ask, like, how do you get into character? (laughs) Don't do that to your brother, Stephanie. He's asking great questions. He is. He is. We appreciate you, bro. Love it. I love it. Um, See, and they're the uh, tracksuit mafia. Found their way in the interview. (laughs) (laughs) i think it it kind of varies from role to role uh you know if i'm just doing like a one-liner my job isn't necessarily to get the audience to enjoy my character it's to contribute to the story and help push that scene forward so my job is to show up get that line and, and go um for hawkeye I, I'll be honest, I was actually a little bit nervous at the beginning um, as Missy because we knew that the LARPers were, they're a special group because they, they literally are a homage to the fan base. And it was very important to me that, I was, I was very nervous. I was like, I just, my biggest fear is that they're going to think we're mocking this group and I don't want that. Um, I lived with somebody in, in college who did LARPing and stuff. And I, and I, you know, work at a haunted house with people that do it. And so I was very concerned about how do I approach this character? So it doesn't look like I'm, I'm mocking, um, this, this group of interest and to do that at the end of the day, uh, figuring out Missy was just kind of a journey on its own, sitting down, doing some of the script work figuring out what makes what makes her tick. Uh, I would listen to music that I think she would she would like. 
um, that would help me to have <laughs> know Because we talked about this, I think in a, in a previous one, um, catchy music, Google diggy diggy hole. Um, <laughs> it's the best, but you can listen to that thing in a gym while you're working out. It's great. Um, but also <laughs> diggy diggy hole. It's about dwarves. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think at the end of the day, once I figure out the backstory I need for me to be able to make the choices that I make as the character, uh, it came down to just having fun with it. And and if you're just honest in in the fun of it, then I think that comes across. And it's not like I'm not trying to play at anything. Like this is legit just kind of how how I am and just kind of to me, Missy takes takes her LARPing very seriously and will put her foot down. Um, but in the everyday life, she's just kind of like a, a chill, like go with the flow, like, yeah, this is fun, um, kind of character, which I think is hilariously reflected in the the uh waiter scenes when we were working the the big party. I got mistaken for background three times within two days. Uh because I looked like them and I'm just kind of like derpy I guess natural I don't know I guess I'm naturally <laughs> derpy and I'd be like standing in line for crafty and I'm just like you know I I am indecisive so I'm just like sitting there and somebody's like oh um background crafty's actually downstairs and I was like okay cool oh no no I'm I'm first team I'm I, I'm supposed <laughs> to be here <laughs> and I was like I was like that's kind of like Misty's essence so it wasn't it wasn't too hard to be able to connect to her and I think at the end of the day that's what made her fun. And I hope why the audience enjoys hers because she's very honest to kind of an essence that I have. And yeah, just, I don't know if that answered the question. I'm rambling now. So no, thank you. That, that's that's a question. Thank you, um, Gordon. I appreciate mm-hmm. you. <laughs> uh, this has been the most successful I could ever imagine a live stream being yeah. for its first time. So thank you guys so much for being a part of this. It Honestly, just um, wanted to say before we let you guys go, like it warms my heart that you guys are like sticking together as a group and wanting to do things together and, you know, coming on these these like crazy podcast shows and just, you know, chatting and hanging out. So like, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, if I would have told you two years ago, we would have been here talking to, you know, members of the Hawkeye cast. Would have thought I was crazy. So <laughs> uh, just thank you so much from one actor to another. You guys rock. And uh, yeah, I hope. I get to work with, you know, one or all of you someday. We'll see. Uh, I do have a tendency of playing cholos and gangbangers. So one of you will probably put my head through a wall or, you know, just something. I'll rust you one day, baby. Don't you worry about that. Did Rob have to bring in the real handcuffs? Are these real? Oh, yeah. He's about to just let him do it. I bring them home. (laughs) I I skip props. I just grab. I bring my own. (laughs) Thank you guys for having us. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure. Yeah, we we'll, really uh, enjoy talking about last minute things you want to like promote or let people know about to keep an eye out for you so we can support you guys. Um, I we will be doing, I mean, I think we're doing three interviews this week, so oh, shit. You know, oh. keep keep showing us some love. Uh, yeah. we would love to be back in the um, in the Hawkeye world and the MCU, and of course, individually, we've all been acting for probably over 10 years, so. Uh, the support means a lot because like Clayton said, it's, 
it can be hard. It can be really discouraging. Um, Adele has been really forthcoming and I've, I've tried my best to be as well with the smoke and mirrors that all of this is, you know, we, two weeks before we went on the red carpet, uh, I was applying for a job at Target and I didn't get hired. Um, <laughs> so people don't know how hard it is to be a working actor. So to have the support, to have people who are really, you know, excited and rooting for us, it means a lot. So keep doing that, please. <laughs> um, and thank you for engaging. Thank yeah. you for engaging. Oh, you guys are the coolest. There's like no official way to end a live. How do you end a live stream? It's like I mean, we have to make them all sit, do an awkward goodbye, and then you just yeah, end yeah, the yeah. live stream. That's we true. That so hard. Rural people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, uh, in that case, I'll do the Wayne's World countdown, the silent one, and it's on video this time. Weird. Yeah. Uh, so I'll do the countdown when I point. Give us your best awkward goodbye. And uh, then you guys will be released to go eat, see loved ones, uh, and maybe wash away the computer strain from your eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that we have completely given you. And... Are we going? Are we saying bye now? Bye. How do I turn this off? I didn't hear you count. Can we do it together? <laughs> Let's do it together. Let's let's say this is real world's people's people's worlds and say good. Through nope, we're gonna butcher it. We are the pretend world, real people. People, and we are. You gotta the cut it. You gotta cut it. It's too awkward. Larger. We can't handle it anymore. <laughs> Hashtag. We still want a giphy. It stopped. I stopped. Oh, I should stop recording too. Oh, I should stop recording too. <laughs> She's and... gone.